0: It's your old pal, the Cryptkeeper. Keeper.
1: Howdy, folks. I'm Sleazy P. Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Quality Time.
2: Quality Time Podcast.
1: And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time. Quality time the dangling stuff. And, and you're listening to
3: Quality Time Broadcast.
0: And they pay
2: For it. Also, uh, as a woman now, I really love the sucking dicks. So. <laughs> the
1: love I like these. I like that the stroke still like affects it. you. I like the sucking dicks. Is <laughs> my my favorite way
3: to hear that now. My, sometimes my words <laughs> stick, but I like to suck dick. I like. Right. The, I like the sucking dick. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, are you ready to kick us into high gear? Gosh. Welcome to Quality Time, everybody. We're coming in hot. Uh, another beautiful day. Welcome. I'm uh, one-third of your host, Eric T. Woodworth. Uh, I'm
2: actually doing this for my for my career. It's not because I'm, like, really into it or anything. I so. got gotcha. you.
1: And that's, that yeah. sultry voice you hear is none other than the one Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you, my stroke-riddled friend?
2: Um, hi, this is... Um me um my favorite fan from um requiem for a dream yeah ah
1: yes jennifer connelly, yeah, who's, jennifer in, connelly. who's in tonight's yeah. film uh who loves my, going ass to ass um, my
2: favorite ass to ass film it's otherwise known as dark cities
1: dark city dark titties yes dark, that was the yeah. other one
2: you watched uh I don't know if that was the same movie we were supposed to watch, though.
1: Yeah, that is true. Uh, the other, the other laughter you hear gingerly in the background with a fresh new equipment is none other than the one, the only Miss Ashley Bonches. Ashley, how are
0: you?
3: <gasps> Hi, Daddy. Hola, cómo
1: está bien. <laughs> don't don't like that. <laughs> uh, we're back once again. We've had a. Uh, We've had a hell of a week. I, um, I've i had some shows going uh, going on, um, mostly just Saturday night. I took the kids during the day Saturday to go see Quantumania, which, let me tell you something, brother, it's running wild on all of us. Um, Aww. But I got one story from taking my kids to the movie, and then one story about a show that I was on last night. Now... I go to Quantum Mania. I have my two young children with me, seven and uh, currently 11, about to go 12, right? We're sitting pretty close. Uh, there's only one person in our row to the left of us, okay? And this guy, he's sitting down, seat by himself, has like two Uno's pizzas, a full thing of popcorn, ready to fucking watch some Quantum Mania, okay? <laughs> okay. And I don't really think much of it. I just think that that's a that's a lot of food that this guy brought in here. Okay, well, whatever, right? We get through about halfway of the movie, as expected. My youngest is going to have to use the bathroom. She's also getting fidgety. I've had to tell her multiple times, stop, stop pressing up and down on the fucking recliner. Stop it, stop it. And she for like a straight ninety seconds, just like pushing it one inch up and down. I was just like, this is this is the child I deserve. This is the child I deserve. This is the child I deserve. Like this, and. Um, <laughs> So she's finally like, I was like, do you need to go to the bathroom? She's like, yeah, okay. So I take her to the bathroom. I notice the guy is gone. I'm like, huh, okay, maybe he's in the bathroom. I go to the bathroom as well. I don't see him in here. I'm the only one in the bathroom. We come back. He's still gone. Okay? Sit down, watch the rest of the movie, have a ball of a time. Credits roll. He's gone. All his food and everything is still there. Everything. So this motherfucker got up and never returned to the movie at all. And I don't know what part, but it was before the halfway part of the movie.
3: Oh, that's... Well, the only thing I can think of Eric, is that he spoke some shit about a black dude's mama. And, <laughs> and he got punched like Brock Snyder. <laughs> Do you,
1: I, listen, I think you got into a certain point of the movie where they started to tell like the kang backstory and he was just like kang black never mind
3: i what how
1: why did he leave i don't know he was like what? i only accept a blue origin story of kang i well, can't wait <laughs> what 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 city were you in like were you in your own uh, we hometown? were in towson towson okay uh uh maryland because i had to, okay yeah
3: yeah well so maybe maybe he just had fat dude diarrhea like there's no way there's no way you make it through a movie eating uno's pizza (laughs) yeah but these
1: are no they what hey to be clear this is two single pie Uno's pizzas and there was nobody else with them. They were both for him. Do you, w- All right. W- what about this? It's either something in the movie or he had like an emergency call. Like, do you think he was just like, honey, you're not going to have that baby. I know you're due today. I'm going to go see Mania," And he was like, ah,
3: oh, <laughs> shit. And I just got these two Uno deep dishes. <laughs> no, but you're assuming he's partnerable. I'm saying a fatty with two pizzas. <laughs> Hell no. You ain't got nobody. I'm saying he eats like crap, so he's got diarrhea and misses the whole movie.
1: I mean, that's, but then I went to the bathroom. He wasn't there, so he's a home. Oh, you're right. He's a home pooper, maybe. Maybe he has, like, a phobia where he can't shit at the movie theater, so he had to go back home.
3: I don't know. Maybe, like some people, he has to go behind a dumpster behind screen seven. <laughs>
1: So I don't know what happened to this guy but I did have a lovely time with my with my oh. children now awesome. um, last night Ashley and I'm gonna send you hold on let me find this video because it's gonna I'll send it to both of you okay
2: did anybody eat the uh, uno's pizza?
1: <laughs> All right um,
3: no I would Jeremy if I was there I would absolutely eat it because I'm a filthy garbage person. <laughs>
1: All right, here we go. Uh, how do I send this to the group? Let me okay. check out the quality time chat, but don't watch okay. it. Um,
3: oh, don't okay.
1: watch it. Let me let me let me unravel this story. Okay.
3: Okay, I won't touch my phone. All
1: right, so it's coming to the quality time real ass convo. A video is incoming. Okay. So, uh, I do this show last night. That's at a little coffee shop in Arlington, Virginia. Uh, lovely show had a great time. All the people, the best people I've ever met in my life. Real salt of the earth, blue collar folk. And <laughs> <laughs> really, really know how to hold down a job. You can tell they all work blue, real, mm, just good. Right next to George Washington university. G does <laughs> shout out. Um, I pull up, uh, and I'm with my counterpart in Bussy, Thomas Simbazo. We don't know where to park, um, so yep. we find a the, the parking garage right next door. says Don't park, but we go down anyway. We see that it's empty. Tommy immediately does his regular thing, which is piss immediately out of you get, after you get out of the car. We then, as soon as I come up, I see all like you'll get towed if you're here. I'm like this is probably a bad idea. But now a spot is opened up right in front, so I pull right back up. Part of my set was mentioning, I was like, hey, if you want to frame Tommy Simbanzo, all you have to do is go into that empty parking lot, scoop up the fresh puddle, and you got <laughs> yourself some DNA. That was not the story I wanted to tell, but I thought it was important. So they were like, where's that piss puddle? It's right next door. You can go collect your own fucking pile, your own sample if you need it.
3: Um, I would collect Tommy's pee to pass my new job, but of course it would like have a huge laundry list of drugs. So <laughs> Never mind. So Sorry. I... Uh, I go to the bathroom,
1: okay, and uh, I look around, and it's um, it's an all right bathroom. I don't like a black toilet. There's something about an all-black toilet that makes me feel uncomfortable, okay? I don't— I, They only they, have black toilets? They had black toilets. Um, so all. you
2: have to poo-poo for, for black people and white people? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to be good.
2: But, um, guys— I thought they were called colored toilets. <laughs>
1: I'm going to, I want you guys, I want you to check out this video of what I saw here.
2: Oh, Go it's the year 2023.
1: I <laughs> peer around and I notice something maybe a little out of place. I would like you now to watch the video I've sent to you in chat.
0: Okay, but remember where I watched it? Now I have to cut this
3: out. <laughs> when, when you... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, give me a second. When you poop in a black, black, black toilet, you say, "Hey, you need to go to the back of the commode." <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, by, by the
2: way, by the way, black urinals are much lower on the on the wall. That is true. So, <laughs> because your dog is much lower uh, to the
1: ground. So, all right, oh. Go ahead, look at chat, and let me see what you make of this video, um, Ashley, uh, and I'll see what I can describe. Um, As this is unfolding, I'm looking around the bathroom. You can see the black toilet, and then I pan up to notice the vent above the bathroom there, and there seems to be a blinking green light that is in the family bathroom at this establishment. (laughs) I know I, I don't know of any events that have a blinking green light um, within them.
3: <laughs> so there's obviously the opportunity that that could be part of. Wi-Fi sounds... This tr- um, but I have to tell you, there was a case in Hagerstown of someone hiding cameras in the bathrooms and public places in Hagerstown.
1: Yeah, I was pretty um, sure that it was a camera that's hiding in the vent of this fucking coffee house right there. Um, now, I shined a light. I couldn't see... I did my phone light on it. I couldn't see a lens exactly, but I don't know what that green light is. And that seems... It seems a little odd, it seems a little odd. Now, the, uh, the owner of this place, who I will assume is the owner, he walked around like he owned the place. He wore suit. He's the only guy with a suit there uh, at, at a coffee place, so I assumed that he was uh, uh, somebody high up. Um, he followed me today on, on uh, social media. And has been like liking posts of my oh children my God. because oh. I looked up at that thing and I was like, I see you. I see you. I did finish jerking off though, even though I noticed. Like I did finish because also, yeah. Um, I will give a Yelp review that says, I don't like that I masturbated in standard death. I only get off for 4K. Um <laughs> Jeremy, I have to
3: start hiding my cameras. Back.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. Did I get filmed taking a big old piss yesterday? I'm not
3: really sure. I do like the idea though that after you were the last one caught on camera, people go back and they're like, "I don't see any blinking light." That you yeah. were the, like, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Did, am I
1: the last? Am I the Jaws four of this fucking <laughs> franchise?
3: I mean. I've, I've never obviously seen, thank God, or heard you poop, but I've heard about you pooping. And I feel like anybody that had a front stage pass to that would be like, nah, I don't, I don't need this. Like, I'm good. I so- will
1: I will let you in on a little secret. Uh, many people have heard me poop before, um, and me, and we'll just say a very prominent member of the W I Y Y network, uh, maybe not actual us pooping but it's usually our face and the sound of the initial turd launch that comes out we may swap videos of like who can make the loudest sound while sitting there and today I had one that can only be described as Aquaman because the pure sheer fire hose of Rhea that left my body
3: about an hour ago was
1: horrifying.
3: I feel embarrassed that I ever told people I respected you. (laughs)
2: for for all all the all the um secret cameras um uh, my favorite is the uh TikTok uh brand. So
1: the TikTok brand hidden yeah. camera. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, do you yeah
3: have I, that Eric's on TikTok? I
2: I I I I, 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 I always uh name brand the the TikTok brand. So <laughs> That's good. I mean, you yeah. got
1: to you got a TikTok on the clock.
2: Also, they love China. They love Chinese so
1: thank you for that.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Ashley, what do you do in the situation where you think you might have find a hidden camera? Do I, do I call in a special, like, Hey, I'm not sure to the Arlington police. I'm like, Hey, you might want to check out this vent. Just, Wait. just give it a, give it a little look.
3: Wait. So you're asking me as if I was a woman that had a right to privacy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I, I would say something. Cause here's the thing. It's not even about you. It is true, Eric, that there could be children. If that was a camera, there are children that could be on there. Yeah, I mean, it's great
1: I don't. I, I and women like get yeah, ew. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's <Spade. laughs> face. Um, so, <laughs> so, um,
3: I mean, how do I do?
1: How do I do an anonymous police tip? Have you ever had to do one before?
3: um so i can tell you let's talk about that off air but like there is a way to do it um i would say it may not even be the owner though so here's the thing the case that happened that i was aware of that i can't speak too much about in maryland it wasn't the owner it was one of their delivery people of their goods went in and used their bathroom and set up cameras in other stores all over the area
0: Oh.
1: oh yeah i mean i can't assume who or what correct i'm not even sure it is a thing but is it a little suspicious though? Is you it a can, little suspicious?
3: You could bring it up in a funny way. Be like, hey, if you find out who the owner is, be like, hey, I thought it was so weird. What's in that vent in the uh,
1: yeah, what if I just what if I recall, but hey, uh, might have accidentally put my jerk off videos in this vent. Could you see if they're there for me?
2: <laughs> can I can I can I explain something? Yeah. Like maybe maybe if i if I was like in a camera in in a bathroom and I and I tried to like steal things um, from merchandise from a certain um, place for merchandise yeah but but I, I I instead tried to get past the fact that I was trying to steal merchandise by tickling my anus in front of the camera to try <laughs> to get pe- people that I, That wasn't the real purpose was for stealing it was for tickling my anus for the camera
1: yeah what if it was for that that makes
2: sense yeah Yeah. so Um, then i get away with it
3: i actually jeremy i actually already got the video of eric (laughs) of eric in that bathroom the other night he was tuck he was tucking his dick and he was standing in front of the mirror and he's like would you laugh at me i'd laugh at me
2: <laughs> like after they cut off they're like they're actually taking my vein it's like now i can get back to stealing so do you like the little mermaid you fucking like it you fucking was, better
3: and they're like hey there was a man in this bathroom earlier he made a complaint about a camera and they're like oh is he a great big fat
2: guy with a mustache I- I also have a, a special painter. service. <laughs> I have a special service because I, I have a well in my house. Yes. That you, <laughs> you get a fresh girl every two weeks for your well. So, <laughs> precious, precious. I need it. I need it now, precious. Yeah. Well, that's good, Jeremy. I uh, it's, it's a well service for having fresh girls in a well.
1: Yes, I mean that's why we call you Orson Wells. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: because you don't cat- kidnap anyone past nineteen eighty four. What is this new laugh you've unleashed on uh, Orson Wells?
0: <laughs> <laughs> shut the. Fuck.
2: 1984 uh, That was good Thank it's you It's my favorite Van Halen album
1: yeah. <laughs> So Ashley You you said you had some tales from uh, Some recent shows you've had uh, the Tales theme. from the crypt. Tales
3: from the slit <laughs>
2: uh,
3: Okay you, sorry. <laughs>
2: this is, We didn't need to do this But new Tales from the slit <laughs> We're
3: we're, we're getting worse at these all right um, <laughs> we're, we're slowly getting dumber um so god i let me just say i respect myself for the things i've done this week though i am not proud of them if that if that makes sense um so thursday I was in Baltimore taking care of a dog that so badly looked at me every day. Like he wanted to die. And I was like, I just got to keep you alive for cash. Um, So I went to wit's end Thursday to work on some newer material. And as soon as I walk in, I hear this grating noise and it is this customer just yapping at the top of her lungs because apparently the host, Garrett Harvest, had asked her a question, which then sparked this moron to feel the need to respond. And she is just drunk like, blah, 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 blah. Just No one can hear a single fucking thought they're having. And I have a particularly short fuse this week. And I... Can't conster. I know she's gonna yak through everybody's set. So I walk up to her and I put my finger in her face and I'm like, "Hey, shut the fuck up." <laughs> and she goes, "What? What? Did you
2: tell her to do?"
3: Like, <laughs> I'm gonna put my foot in your ass. Shut the fuck up. And she's like, "It's it's Women's History Month." How could you treat another woman this way? And I'm like, you make us look bad. I hate you. Shut up.
1: Say, because you ain't history yet, bitch, but you're about to be.
3: (laughs) I was just like, I was like, you make us all look bad. Don't give me that shit. I said, I'm the only woman on this lineup. It's an open mic. We're here to work out our shit. You obviously didn't pay to be here.
2: Can we can we talk about your your dying dog problem? Where you why don't we hate, fin-
3: why don't we finish this
1: story real quick and the dying dog will come up? I,
2: I can't finish it. <laughs> I don't care. I'm a free spirit. Go for it, Jeremy. I, I just want to say that if anybody has a dog that's like gonna really die soon, if we could make like a like a, spe- a special. um uh, A a crowd pleaser fundraiser or something Mm -hmm. so that we could give money to uh, take care of this dog on its final legs to kill the dog as Justin Tucker kicking the dog to death oh oh. Oh, good I know it'd be bad for Justin Tucker's career but but, good for Royal Farms
1: coffee let me tell you I Um... mean
3: (laughs) I mean, Jeremy, we can do it at some point, but I already have a crowdfund going to keep you alive and then have you curb stomped when you. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Uh,
3: So this lady, how how else did she take this uh,
1: beratement?
3: So she's like, she's obviously in shock and she's obviously pissed. And then she's like, I'm an off duty cop. And I was like, I don't give a shit. I was like, no one in here. Look at this lineup. It's half black people. No one likes you. Get out. <laughs> so she leaves. <laughs> um, so like, I just, I wasn't proud of it. I was just mad. She's just being rude. So I was mad about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fast forward. I have a show Friday night, two double headers, one at 731 at nine. Tell me she's I- the
1: opening act.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: tell, tell me she's hosting the show yeah eric history. she's working
3: a thin blue line um so, so um i it's funny that you just, say
1: that because i think the only thin blue line she did was that rail of meth before she walked in <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh eric she doesn't have any left she was too busy sprinkling on her victims um so, <laughs> <laughs> so eric knows this i i was day drinking though before my show so from 10 a.m to 3 p.m i was hammered and i am so sick i'm trying not to puke i have a migraine i feel like i'm dying i get to my show feel like i'm gonna shit everywhere just want to vomit and i make it through the first show it's pretty good we have an even bigger uh attendance for the 9 p.m super excited i'm headlining a group of three girls about my age have been sort of talking through everyone's set at the 9 p.m. And, like, I'm in a rain because I'm just like, hey, you know what, Ashley? Like, we're we not going to do this again two nights in a row. We're not going to do this. Um, so, what then, did the
1: other devil on Ashley's shoulder say?
3: <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to fucking light your house on fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... So I'm getting ready to finally go up. And as the host, Michael Fur, love him, is trying to get ready to bring me up. They are just loudly like there's three of them. So there's one in the middle who's kind of maybe being quieter. But these two are talking at each other like a bunch of fucking drunk ducks. And it's just making me insane. So as I'm headed on stage, I walk up to them as I'm like walking up. and I'm like, oh, my God, if you talk during my set, I'm going to kick your teeth in. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and they're like, ah, so <laughs> <laughs> so I
3: so I go on stage. I maybe in the first two minutes I hear them. And I stop what I'm doing because it's so I can't concentrate. It's so distracting. And I go, hey, hey, what was our deal? Don't make me shoot you. <laughs> and everybody's like horrified. No, she's so nobody's talking. We'll stop. stop. I start I start again I'm another maybe two minutes in and it starts up again and I
0: fucking
1: snap
3: and I stomp off the stage into the audience up to their seats and I was like get the fuck out of my show and like what I was like get the fuck out of my show I don't want you here. Get the fuck out. Everyone hates you. You're trashy. You're ugly. Get the fuck out of my show. And they're like, we don't have to leave. I was like, I will carry you my fucking self. Get the fuck out. And so they get up and they're like, well, this isn't the walk of shame. We're not ashamed. I'm like, bitch, you can barely walk. Get the fuck out. And everybody starts clapping. We're like, we hate you. And they're like, and they're like, I'll see you later. And I was like, I'll be waiting next to your Uber cunt. Like, I was like, I'm not having it. It. Ugly raggedy bitch.
1: So the show went well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they were waiting for me at the entrance. They were talking about me to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> so I don- I uh. I didn't. I'm. I'm struggling. You know. Happy International Women's Month. Um. I'm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man. So, Ashley, you've had two confrontations a the last two shows you've had with with, with drunk bitches right now.
3: But, but last night, last night, I redeemed myself okay. because I warned the audience. I was like, if any of you get in my way, I'll kill your children. <laughs> um, so, no. So it was, no, full room. I headlined in. Um, I headlined <laughs> so on the gross. Eastern Shore. Um, The only thing that's like, ugh, is... The booker brought one of his friends, and while I'm getting ready, I am wearing uh, what Eric will absolutely recognize as a battle vest that Eric gave me that I have now started to decorate. And another reason I wear it is it, mm, I don't know, gives off strong lesbian vibes like leave me alone
1: yeah like and you, like you shave your pussy with a rambo knife yeah i get <laughs> it
3: eric <laughs> lesbians don't shave their
1: pussy <laughs> no you just like, just ripping hairs out and that's how and it's just for maintenance just so it can't get through the jeans <laughs> i'm
3: telling you the fact that you think it's shaved just makes me feel like such a lady um but no so so i'm wearing it just because like i love this vest and i'm also purposefully like leave me alone (laughs) and while i'm going over my set he comes down and sits next to me and i just feel this presence hovering over me and i just look over and i'm like hi he's like i really like your vest i was like oh cool thanks like that's that's awesome we have something to talk about And then before I can get away from him, he grabs my arm and he goes, I'm a divorcee. Uh
1: (laughs) Now that's an opening line. Hello. I'm fucking, I'm divorced. Just so you know that. Um It was,
3: oh God, Eric, I could not escape this man fast enough. And then he followed me all night long like a puppy until I told the book. I was like, please, like, get him away. Last thing I'll tell you guys, um, at my show, as a joke, I didn't have anything to steal. (laughs) Boo. Um, So I I went into all the bathrooms and took down the flyers that have me on them. And I signed them and threw them at people as I walked on stage. I was like, yeah, boy, everybody enjoy. You love me. (laughs) And as I go to leave at the end of the night, there's one that got left behind on the table. And I was like, oh, somebody didn't want theirs. And the old man that was sitting there comes back for it. And he goes, oh, no, 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 I'm I'm still taking it. And he goes, it's going up on my wall of shame. (laughs) I I was like, oh, what? And he's like, you're going to get
1: better. You're right on my my wall (laughs) next to O.J. Simpson, Jeffrey Epstein, and uh, William
0: Taft. (laughs)
3: <laughs> they were okay. Like I did all right. Some of it's me, but I think I could have done better. Some of it was just it was hard. They were very hard to read on and off. I was really sad. I have a new joke about how I have a tramp stamp that says uh minds of Moria, which is a Lord of the Rings joke, uh, because you never should have come here. <laughs> All right, mm, so
1: that's okay. Ashley, uh, with some, some show, what do you think? Are you is this now a new thing? If you come to an Ashley Pontius show and you are uh, a drunken uh, whore, you are gonna <laughs> you're gonna handle the business every time. Now is this what no, is this the new I'm precedent just... you're setting? Because I no. feel like as many shows have I've been to where because uh, the worst thing to ever see at a comedy show is a bachelorette party. There is nothing. Yeah you will ever see worse than seven or eight women going, oh my God, you're about to get fucking married. <laughs> yeah, I got fucking dick beads on. Like there is, there's not a worse audience member than that. Are well, you, do you think you would, because that's, if that happens now, on the trajectory you're at, this could be an Ashley
3: Pontius World War Three
1: event at this point.
3: No, look, so here's the thing. Like, yes, bachelorette parties are annoying, but also that's like, a very understandable sort of thing. I'm not saying it's okay, but you understand it, but to pay to come to a show and it's either by yourself or it's like a small, small group. And you know, everyone around you hates you. Like they paid as well to be at this show. And you've even been asked, please be nice. Please be quiet. Please stop. And you continue to do so at some point you're just being disrespectful. And I'm going to fucking kill you uh, <laughs> no i'm not proud i'm having a hard week it's you know they're not okay for what they did but i didn't handle it like a professional so that sucks that's the not funny part
1: so. all right well um ashley next uh next show i think is gonna go swimmingly i would say um Let's just let's just shoot some shit around. Okay. I'm gonna throw this out here. You don't like the idea, throw it back out. Mm. I carry something on me all the time called instant revenge. Now what instant revenge <laughs> is, is I do carry visine with me at all times. I don't that is always not use it. What? So, sometimes what I just because I got a little redness in the eyes. But the gift of a real violent diarrhea for the next 12 hours slipped casually into somebody deserving's drink could maybe fix some of these issues. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying...
3: So, Eric, I'm in shock because that is not the revenge that you've been carrying on you (laughs) that I was thinking of. (laughs) So, I was like, oh, I mean, if you want to implicate yourself already for helping me, sure. Uh, No. Oh, Eric, you think that I am above giving other people diarrhea? Yeah. Eric, do you know how many men I've given the clap to? (laughs) hey no, yeah, you want to know who I'm you hope- gave
1: the clap to everybody who applauded you after your set
0: ah!
1: um. <laughs>
3: no i i hope i do i just you know i hope this week goes better you know unfortunately on wednesday i'm performing in new york new york city so if they heckle me i'll just make a bomb threat i don't know, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh I know you are I want to get to what's going on in the world of Jeremy uh, as soon as possible. Uh but I know you mentioned women's history month and uh as you know I am um, I consider myself a bit of a history theologian. I do enjoy um things throughout history. Mm-hmm. Um uh and I was thinking earlier this week it being International Women's Month um mm-hmm. about famous women, maybe infamous women. Okay? Mm. And I was thinking a lot about um Ava Braun. Now Ava Braun, for those of you who may Jerry, this isn't this isn't funny. This is a serious Ava Braun, for those of you who don't know, uh, was the girlfriend slash wifey of Hitler. <laughs> and so look, I was I kind of befuddled because she they killed themselves together, you know, yeah. which is kind of it's a romantic thing. But like what did what did she see? What did she see in Hitler?
3: You know, man, I don't know, but I can tell. You know, I applaud a strong mistress. Yeah. Um, And I, you know what? I can only assume one. A woman asks herself, "What do I see in this in this <laughs> mediocre dictator?" <laughs>
1: um, like, do you, like, listen. Obviously, did he have a tender side? Was it? She was like, you know what? It's really the artist that I fell in love with. I was, was going to say the, she liked his doodles. Yeah, she liked his doodles. I like to think you know, this is just me. This is this is where this is where my mind went. What maybe the rest of the world saw as a monster he just made up for and being the world's greatest pussy eater in the world. Okay? I mean, he might have been Hitler to Germany, but downstairs he was Klittler. And that Man, is just...
3: <laughs> I gotta tell you I've loved some mediocre men who do less than that. So,
1: uh, I just he only had idea. one final solution with her and it was that pussy coming.
3: Uh... <laughs> I like the idea that when he was trying to like win her over that he'd like nudge her at the desk and be like, Evo, Evo, look, when, when I moves the paper. The Jew's neck snaps. Look, look, look. he just he hangs. Uh, I make him move. Uh, yeah, he's like that. a little paper, a little paper thing. <laughs> it's little, it's little, little paper dolls. And he's like, look, it's children in the gas chamber. Look, actually, I made this out of magician's paper. When you pull it enough, they all go up and smoke. <laughs> it's 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 not a it's not a snowflake. It's a piece of ash. And he's
2: like uh, he's, <clears throat> I I was trying to make a less of a a, a really offensive joke by saying that she tried to impress him and she like one day like opened up her pants and she's like, Hey, you want to see my Hitler strip? So she got a little Hitler. Oh
1: yeah. So she has, she has the mustache above her pussy. Yeah.
2: yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: she's
0: like he's like this is way
1: better than the rising sun you did for japan last month i like
3: this so much i'm flattered what that's that's great eric yeah thank you for for bringing up such a strong woman but i have to say um as as a as as a woman who also loves the history of her gender um i actually think a bigger person to celebrate is uh margaret sanger who founded planned parenthood because she finished the work that hitler started
2: <laughs> he, she is the mother yeah so um can i, can, can I um yeah Jeremy, uh, here,
1: this is we're, we're, we're at your part let's go brother I talk, talk,
2: my, talk about my favorite uh joke on on uh faulty towers is that <laughs> when he had to get to some food for the the night the, when he he got the, the, the food for the Germans and they're like, oh, you, you need a, a prawn, an Ava prawn cocktail? So, <laughs> an yeah. Ava
1: prawn cocktail.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right, so I like that. I'm done. I'm done.
1: Why are you done, man? We want to hear what else, to, how, how else has the world of Jeremy been going? I mean, I, I have some inside knowledge, but would you like to share anything with our listeners?
2: Uh, I lost it um, when I found out that I was supposed to have a, another doctor's visit to uh try to actually work Mm -hmm. and and then i found out from my doctor's appointment oh yeah we can maybe from a from a a month maybe you'll get to work again i was like
1: yeah we'll see you again next month so the the doctor saw you and they said your blood pressure was too high for you to return to work and they were like well when can you check it again and they said in a month we can check at, it
2: at which point i literally told the doctor i want to die right now if you make another month i'll probably be dead it'll be your fault because you made it an appointment that was way too long so yes i got another appointment with a whole another doctor and that took me this how many days now i get 10 more days afterwards after a new medication i might actually work yeah that's
1: good what's what's the new medication it's obviously a blood pressure reducer i'm sure uh did, did they put you on did they give you um uh medical grade marijuana yet
2: um it's probably like meth or heroin or something whatever I found
1: that one i feel like would explode you into the other <laughs> beyond and i feel like one would chill you out in a way that you also would lower your blood pressure maybe too much so i don't
2: i don't know drugs you know whatever they prescribe me but um... yeah, she's
1: yeah the wife is feeding me this stuff rad x and
2: <laughs> so i go i go to the doctor and i'm supposed to uh they they check my blood pressure it's only 150 out of 80 or something and that's back that's pretty almost 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 a, a level that you can deal with for a mm-hmm. fat ass like myself so my my uh mother bought me this cvs uh blood pressure tester that mm-hmm. was probably made from wish.com <laughs> and i swear after the last uh uh Appointment that I got is like, oh, okay. Well, my head's going to explode right now because my blood pressure is at two hundred over whatever.
1: Two hundred mm. is high. That's uh, so to, for for everyone to know the blood pressure rate for uh, is it's supposed to be one twenty over eighty. Is like anything you want below that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, you might have a stroke any any second, and you might die.
1: Elevated is one twenty 120 to one twenty nine. And then let's see, hypertension is when you start to get into the 130s. High blood pressure is, you know, that super high blood pressure, too, is 140 or higher. And then hyperextensive and crisis is 180. So if you're at 200, they want to take you to an emergency room.
2: And then, and I go, and my mother brought this piece of shit, CVS cuff piece of shit. Oh, well, it just went. We just we just measured it at the doctor's office 150 oh it still says 185 here i'm like it's garbage it's a piece yeah. of garbage and i was like thanks thanks, thanks for the wish.com like thanks mom because it's this this has to do with my job whether yeah. if i can work my job this piece of shit you bought me I, and I'm, I'm just trying not to really yeah. be pissed off from my mom for this piece of shit so. well hear
3: me out Jeremy maybe this is like the movie Barbarian and she doesn't want you to work and she wants you to move into the basement with her so she can breastfeed you again
2: well I'm fine with breastfeeding from whatever age you know? <laughs> I mean even if I go in a, in a cage at least you know you
0: know you're a boo
2: yeah you know
1: oh that's good We're I, not-
2: I really am pretty much justin long
1: so you are
3: uh, we we love you jeremy i'm sorry this is happening
1: but that's good so the when is the next doctor's appointment that may or may not clear you at this point
2: uh well with the new medication i might i might make it uh wednesday or something and, okay
1: wednesday have and- you tested yourself today where where are we at today
2: uh, I might go back to the other one, which was still sucked and which was still high for, but at least uh, it might actually be close to the bar for whatever they do at the doctor office, which isn't a piece of shit from uh, wish.com. So.
1: Um, do you ever, um, while you're taking the blood pressure, like, what do you try to think of to calm yourself down? Like, do you uh, ever... I'll,
2: I'll give it 10 minutes before I even do a rate reading. Yeah, but, <laughs> but like, the, the wonder is she, whether whether she got this piece of shit from. It was garbage. Like, no like matter for me, what. I
1: have I have some high blood pressure issues as well. We're part of the same family, Jeremy. I probably am going to be on medication very soon so that you know I avoid a stroke. Um, because I am learning from the wonderful um body composition that you have, which we're the same DNA. Um, one thing well, that what, I
2: did. Dad had a stroke <laughs> at fifty-five, right?
1: uh yeah yeah something like that uh i've been so one thing when i do when i get my blood pressure checked is uh i have a i have a routine it's one as i don't drink coffee before i go because it spikes my blood pressure obviously Mm -hmm. i also just try to think of um peaceful things so a lot of the times i i think of the um of of really like, what, why are you laughing? This is, I'm opening myself up to when, you right whenever,
2: now. Whatever, whatever. My blood pressure spikes. I'm thinking of where I can find something in my house, and also <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 just start start cussing incessantly for dead, like fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck.
3: Eric, tre- sorry, Eric. What Jerry's telling us is he treats his blood pressure like that little guy from is the pr- the Price is Right as he goes up and up. And- yeah, we don't need all he
0: dies! He's dying at the
1: cliff Unemployment, lots of rats, my wife <laughs> being a bitch <laughs> It's just rising oh. and rising like this. Oh gosh. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was, I, so jeremy called me and told me about a about, lot about uh this stuff Aww. on either thursday or friday ashley and i yes. i i was just like i was like jeremy you just i i literally was like hey i'm gonna need you to like take a deep breath while you're on the phone right now because <laughs> right i think if i pricked you like if i feel like you're literally about to start Fist of the North starring out of your fucking neck right now because your blood pressure is so high. He's like, I can't fucking work right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's like,
3: just relax for a second, man. Jesus. (laughs) Sounds like we've all been having high blood pressure. I'm I'm saying right now, quality time yoga retreat. (laughs) Yeah, Jerry.
1: Let's just, uh, why don't we work on some yoga where, have you ever thought of a death metal yoga class? Because, uh, you know, metal has the opposite effect on you. Um, this, it, what, is this, what does
2: this have? What does this have to do with Yoda from Star Wars? Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know, but I do like the idea of. You ever seen that joke about uh, Yoda that said it took me until I was an adult and I had children to know what it was like when. Uh, Yoda was just asking when somebody was just asking him too many questions and he just decided to fade away and die <laughs> instead of answering any of them because that's what it's like how you tell daddy can you do this daddy you just go into the
3: force well, Jeremy we will do anything we can to help in any way we can get you back to work, get your blood pressure down. Uh, you know, if you want, I can go on your shooting spree for you. Let me absorb your hate, and I'll enact it for you. I am your servant.
2: Look, look, no, I am not condoning shooting or or killing people by your hands. We didn't. But,
1: we didn't bring but that up.
2: If you if you can, <laughs> you know, if you can give me the shells as i'm killing somebody i would really greatly help
3: jeremy so. when jeremy when you only saw one casing on the floor that's when i shot for you <laughs>
2: <laughs> so oh, oh, eric uh, you're, you were the second child but i guess you have two children already but wasn't it i think i think dad was definitely young where he was like Oh yeah, yeah, Ask ask more questions. You've had more questions, and then I think Dad enjoyed just lying to me when he was younger. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me let me start making up some shit because you're you're asking a lot of questions, and I'm gonna start lying the fuck out of you uh, now. So,
1: so hey, speaking of lying to children, which yes, I do that as well. Um, <laughs> I did I did it this week. So um, I'm glad you brought that up, Jeremy, because I almost forgot about this story. St. Patrick's Day rolls around, uh, which Aww. was this past Friday, and goddamn. Okay, so uh, my wife very much in the St. Patrick's Day spirit. We wake up green. She decided to put green food coloring in all of the <laughs> toilets uh, around the house.
3: And my Except do- for the basement because Eric's is always green. Because
1: that's just a base level of what it is. What comes out of my body is just <laughs> fucking toxic waste. So, uh I go up and I, I just, I'm working from home on Friday and uh, which is nice I get to actually see my kids because generally I leave before they wake up most mornings,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I go upstairs and Susie's the first one up because she goes to school first and she's eating breakfast having a wonderful muffin she goes Dad I'm a little I'm a little worried I was like what, what's what's wrong baby she goes I went to the bathroom and it was all green when I peed. <laughs> And I see, I see Tracy's face, and she's going. <laughs> <laughs> so I know, I know she's in on the bit. And so I go. I was just like, well, we wanted to wait till you were old enough. But when you come of age as a Woodworth, um, you start to pee green. It's a normal thing. She's like, does it happen to? Is it bad? Is it bad? I was just like, it's just a family
3: curse. Like curses are bad. Like, <laughs> That's you exactly you me.
2: will be reptilian soon,
3: <laughs> but that's what, that's a new state where you won't believe what your sister got cursed with. Yeah. <laughs> hers is Hers is
1: red seven days. <laughs> yeah, when we put both of you together, uh, you you're just regular Christmas. So anyway, <clears throat> this is so I sell her that she is uh, she is indeed peeing green as part of it she's like she's like should I tell my friends about it I was like you might want to keep it to yourself and then she goes upstairs and I guess she finds the other bathroom also has it she actually looks this time she's like hey there's green
3: in here <laughs> so she comes back down and says that i is... think you guys colored the water <laughs> <laughs> that's probably my favorite thing about her is when i when she catches you mm-hmm. joking with her or fibbing she goes hey <laughs> hey <laughs> say, i believed you <laughs> <laughs> man wait till she starts dating
1: <laughs> oh god uh, so uh i think we should though uh we're already like 45 minutes in we should get into tonight's movie but that's okay because tonight's movie is uh (sighs) is a classico that i don't have a ton of to go over but i do want to talk about before we leave here since we are a movie-based podcast (laughs) we had a lot of good stories to get through uh 1998's dark city uh which is uh all right listen Actually this was your pick this week. I was excited. I've never seen Dark City before. You picked yeah. this movie and you're not excited about it already. <laughs> I saw it in your eyes when we got in. She was like this movie's fucking
0: dog shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, so I hadn't watched it either. Um I have a list and we all like know this off air together. Like we we kind of compile lists of what we all think we want to watch over time, what we want to add. And like sometimes um <laughs> sometimes I feel like I want to get out of the list I have, or we've done so many good movies. I just want to switch it up. And someone had talked about this on TikTok and I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? I want to watch it. Um, it's kind of like, it's like if the matrix was less good, <laughs> well, <laughs> I will, uh,
1: about the matrix and it has deep connections to this movie um so uh i remember actually seeing trailers for this movie and i i could never get it out of my head i saw a trailer for this movie in like the late 90s i was like that movie looks fucking cool i want to go see that movie um it's actually directed by alex uh proyas which we've actually done another one of his films before the crow and if you feel like this movie kind of looks like the crow it's because the director who made and wrote the crow also did this movie wrote and directed it and also stole a bunch of the sets from it because he got all of his ideas while making the crow during this <laughs> so much so that if the great brandon lee hadn't uh, unfortunately died we likely would have seen him instead of our lead rufus swell in this would be in his follow-up wow. movie um okay. because brandon lee had already while he's working on the crow he was you know alex the director really liked him and he was already starting to talk about this movie Dark City that he was working on and was pretty confident that he was going to have Brandon Lee as the lead for this. Wow. So uh which is it's a pretty interesting thing um and I this is the other thing that I think is weird about this movie. I I was a kid that would have premium channels I always had basic cable growing up right and every movie eventually makes its way to basic cable right mm-hmm. and if, if from time to time I would had Showtime Cinemax or something where new movies would come out I have never fucking seen this movie show up once on a premium no. channel all through the 2000s nothing it's never no. shown up since I saw this trailer um, back in the day but I always was like that movie looks fucking cool and I'm not the only person who thought this was cool I will say that Roger ebert put this as one of his favorite movies of all time and he is a person who fucking hates horror movies and uh hates like he has never reviewed a horror movie and i I can't really say this is a horror movie it's more of i can barely even call it a sci-fi movie i think if you're a person who grew up watching the maltese falcon you would love this movie um (laughs) it's like the twilight zone meets that is more what it's like but um it's uh i i will say also Another fun fact about this movie: I think the aesthetic and and the ties to the Matrix are strong because they sold most of the sets for this to make the Matrix next year. Wow! There's rooftop shots in this movie that were built for this movie, Dark City. So uh, that's everything so you weird. See in it, um, uh, there's a lot of aesthetic look uh, ripped off from it because it is the same set. So
3: yeah, that's super weird. I had no idea. Like I said, I knew pretty much nothing uh, nothing about this movie. But yeah, it is it is kind of a weird genre bending thing. No, I didn't know if you were going to bring this up later. I didn't look into it. I didn't have time. But a lot of people talk about if you feel like you don't like the movie, which is me. People were like, if you watch the director's cut, they said it's like 10 times better and that people then fall in love with it, like how it was supposed to be.
1: I don't know. Well, that, I only watched the director's cut. That's what I doubt, uh, That's what I rented, is oh. the director's cut. So okay. I don't know. Maybe, di- and let me ask you. Now, I, I we're not going to go through it because the director's cut is what I watched. And right. uh, it's more set up like almost like a noir mystery where you yeah. don't know what's happening. But in the original theatrical cut, I'll play this clip right here um because this is this is the Dr. Keith Sutherland which is it's pretty funny that um when Keith Sutherland actually got this script he got it and he read it and he was like did you mean to send this to my dad Donald Sutherland because it sounds like a part that he should have and not me <laughs> and Even the director was like, I don't want fucking Kiefer Sutherland in this part. And apparently they met each other and the director, Alex uh, uh, Proyas, he met him and he said, you know what, maybe it would be better if the doctor is a young man that has something to live for, which is why he wants to help the people within the city as opposed to the strangers, which we'll explain in just a moment. But literally the original cut of this movie that they put out gives away everything in the movie in the opening scene. Like, everything that you figure out, like, In the director's cut, which is, you don't know who these guys, the Strangers, are. They're like these weird people that show up and they stick needles into your head at night. You don't know that. You don't understand that they're possibly fucking aliens. Spoiler alert, you learn that in the first second of the regular cut of the movie. So Mm -hmm. all of this stuff they just give you in the opening thing. And because we're a movie-based podcast that probably counts on you seeing it or don't care if it's spoiled, we're going to give that to you right now.
3: You don't need to
0: 99. First, there was darkness. Then came the strangers. They were a race as old as time itself. They had mastered the ultimate technology, the ability to alter physical reality by will alone. They called this ability tuning. But they were dying. Their civilization was in decline. And so they abandoned their world seeking a cure for their own mortality. Their endless journey brought them to a small blue world in the farthest corner of the galaxy. Our world. Here they thought they had finally found what they had been searching for.
1: So, yeah, if you saw this cut of the movie in the movie theater, I don't know how you thought this was a good movie at all. <laughs> because the, I think the fun of it is undercut, is discovering that all this shit
3: that you find out happens
1: in, like, act two and three. Um,
3: well, here's my opinion, though, on that. And, and you and I can disagree. But here's my thing, though. I think, in my opinion, if you draw out these types of things too long, it also felt like it didn't make any sense. Like, I couldn't follow what was going on. If you didn't have that opening clip and like you take that completely out, you don't understand what this movie is is like I feel yeah. lost otherwise that's my opinion that, and that's
1: that's a fair assessment um, because
3: like, I can't tell like what's it, going it, on like what's the point of any of this the movie also-
1: does feel like a guy who is trying to appeal literally to the sensibilities of just Roger Ebert that,
3: that <laughs> it does
1: it, I, I. you're not wrong about that like sometimes you want it's it's billed as a popcorn movie and you show up and it's a mind-bending Twilight Zone ooh can you figure it out? out. Who knows? It makes it feel like it's smarter than it is. And it's not even that smart of a movie, truly. It's no. it's pretty dumb, uh, if no. we're being honest. Um,
3: I, I do love, though, that Eric, right before we started the clip, mentions about going with Kiefer as far as a younger man with something to live for. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's a gimp. Why would you think his quality of life is that good?
2: Um. Can, can we say the only difference between this movie and, and The Matrix is that The uh, Matrix they have,
1: they have sunglasses that is I mean, true everybody it, it's it is funny because everything in the late night since the crow came out they were like you know what we live the future is everything in a marilyn manson video from here on out <laughs> i hope you know that um
3: <laughs> i did make a point let me know if you guys see what i saw i did my first note was i said i love that the bad guys look like they're from <laughs> who framed roger rabbit <laughs> remember me eddie also jennifer connelly yes yeah Mm. jennifer connelly has the stage presence of an old piece of cheese (laughs) i hate her in almost everything she's in she is a fucking wet mop in an old soggy bucket (laughs) i hate her in
1: everything i will so yeah, I I mean, there's no... I, I'll say this. There's no movie that Jennifer Connelly is in that I think if you replaced her with somebody else, it would affect it in any way, shape, or form.
3: Correct. Yeah. Honestly, okay, so look, I'll give her a pass in The Labyrinth. She's a young girl. She's adorable. Yeah. She's a kid. I can't shit on a kid for being like, I'm not a good actor. But... Okay, she was in Dark Water, which is one of the worst PG-13 horror movies that has ever been <laughs> fucking made. Okay, she's terrible in that. She's pathetic in He's Just Not That Into You. Mm-hmm. I was like, bitch, I would cheat on you too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was terrible. There's this movie. There's nothing about her. That, when, when Again, in this movie, when they're like, oh no, she cheated. I'm like, she cheated? I would have cheated. You're unappealing.
1: I will say the only movie I wouldn't take her out of and recast is Requiem for a Dream. Requiem of a Dream. That's the only one because I feel like... Keith David deserved seeing her go ass to ass at the end of that, and, you know, because if you sat through that whole mov- movie, you are like, we we needed
3: this. I've um, never seen
1: it. Oh, really? It's good. It's a good. I don't know if it holds up um, yeah. to today's standards and how much we know about drugs. Uh, but it is the saddest story is the mom. The mom in the story is the saddest one because she's just trying to lose weight and she gets addicted to uppers. It's it's a story, it's a know. movie that's about drugs. It's like here if. I would say like the best drug movie is probably Train Spotting, but this is right below that. Uh, I give it I give it a one A one B in my personal opinion. So okay, um, all right. Definitely I probably won't
3: watch it because my life is sad enough. <laughs> oh, it's
1: not. You don't go out and you're like, man, I'm gonna go have a drink down at the pub after this. It's not that kind of movie. It definitely leaves you like the movie Kids at the end where you're like, wow, this is desolate and hopeless. I love. You know what? It's it's a bad one. It's a bad one, but a good one for. That. But
2: but that is, that is that acting scene with uh Keith David and, and Jennifer Connolly and, and he says, uh I didn't I didn't bring it out for air, bitch.
1: Yeah, he is I didn't take it out for air. <laughs> and yeah, she uh has to uh prostitute herself out and go dildo ass to ass in uh Requiem for a Dream with another lady. Um because yeah, that's how, that's what drugs do. She got addicted to one marijuana's in it and
3: you know eric sometimes people are (laughs) prostitutes not for drugs (laughs) hey look not in requiem for a dream in that
1: one you suck off spawn and call it a day um yeah. <laughs> so, oh man the best part is after he ripped it out he goes how did i get the franks and the beans and then anyway um good movie definitely check that out best much better than dark city um but dark city uh if i could give you how this all play- yes
3: sorry sorry eric <laughs> um because you talked about as to ass and dodos. um it's called dark shitty <laughs> do, do,
2: we, do we also talk about our favorite actor uh, no uh bruce spence is one of the uh the, the uh yes, other yes other uh smith
1: yes he plays mr wall so um just to set this up yeah let me get i'd like to uncover actors as we open this up because it does have a star-studded cast uh it opens up with rufus swell who plays john murdoch he is the main character of this he you're, you will find out that he is a a man who wakes up in a bathtub to find his clothes in the corner night neatly folded and a body with weird circular things cut into a Hooker's chest, and he goes, holy shit, did I do this? Did I not do this? I better get the fuck out of here. He then hits the streets uh, where you also get to meet Keith or Sutherland in the first act, who is this very gimpy doctor, has I am an incel energy that just exudes from his body, uh, and a, a eye that is so lazy, it's been on welfare for a decade. And there is... <laughs> You also get to meet (laughs) I like that one got Ashley. Good. Um, You get to meet Emma Murdoch who is his estranged wife uh, who has cheated on him. Um, You get to meet William Hurt, who rest in peace, William Hurt. This is the uh, I know we've done history of violence, which he's also great in. William Hurt is actually fucking great in this movie too. gives an all gives a great performance as the inspector in this movie, doing the best that he can. In fact, the director said that William Hurt probably understood this better movie better than I actually did, and uh, was giving Aww. me tips throughout the way. Um, he he got that. Um, but basically, what happens is that while at night when the city goes completely numb and asleep and dies and the city looks like it's in the 1950s or 60s or Mm -hmm. stuff, although there are things that seem chronologically out of place and not quite right as you're looking at it. Uh, These completely white figures known as the Strangers one of them happens to be Bruce Spence the other uh, Richard O'Brien who you might know as Riff Raff from the Rocky Horror Picture Show as well as some really fucking creepy little ones all shaved heads definitely hate Macintosh computers you know that (laughs) about them and they go and start injecting giant syringes into people's heads uh, while they sleep as they also start completely reforming the city and making buildings larger smaller turning poverty stricken people into the rich making people die and just changing the landscape every night when the whole town is forced to go to sleep this is the world that John Murdoch is thrust into and the only one who seems to know anything about it is a cop who's fucking lost his mind and that's not William Hurt it's his old partner who seems to know something because all does is draw squiggly lines everywhere and the doctor who seems to know everything that's happening at this point um very good setup i like the world that they build here but it gets stranger and stranger as we go uh right away Mm -hmm. um we find out that the uh the main character john eventually gets Uh, attacked by the strangers who realize that he can be awake and that he has the ability to...
0: He can tune.
1: He can tune, um, which is <laughs> the ability to shoot bad CGI out of your forehead and then change the <laughs> the surroundings around you. Uh, I do like every time he tunes. It's just like <laughs> it's it's a bad it's a bad CGI effect. Uh, but uh, I did I did laugh every time it
0: happened. We
3: built this city. We built this city on bad brain. We built this city.
2: Is there any way they could have like little CGI keep keep bullets from coming towards (laughs) you from other guns?
3: It's identically bad. I do appreciate that it is identically bad. I do, I do like at one point, I know I'm hopping around a little bit, but I think it's still in line with what we're talking about. Um there's a part, and you might have understood this better. But there is a part where he's leaving the hotel and he talks to like the manager who's like, hey, you owe money like before you leave. Yeah. And then when he leaves and comes back and it's a different guy. And I was like, oh, my God, why is the hotel manager in blackface? <laughs> <laughs> right. now, <laughs> Because it did confuse me until I understood Right, uh, like, what's going on?
1: <laughs> Can I give one shout out real quick to um because you said blackface, uh, <laughs> yes. this uh so story from Friday um the, my my counterpart and Bussy and our co-host on Laugh Finder, Mr. Tommy Simbaza, went to Bacon and Beer, which is a ninety-eight rock event they generally mm-hmm. hold um, every St. Patty's Day. It's a big event, right? And uh, Tommy is there, and one of the things that they had was um. Uh, a resting bitch face tournament where people could enter themselves as resting bitch face or whatever and tommy who's like am i allowed to nominate somebody he's like i don't think you should this is a thing he was just like definitely that lady right there so he points this lady out and then <laughs> he,
0: he pointed to this one lady
1: he pointed this, he pointed this to I think it was actually uh i I don't know if it was a man or woman, but story has it that, <laughs> Tommy, that Tommy pointed at this one guy, guy and said he was like, Oh that guy, he's resting blackface.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's the best, oh. the best thing i Um Eric, you're gonna have to edit don't be mad at me. Okay, gonna have I'm gonna say this. Okay.
1: I'm not sure where we left off there before our little side tangent. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Somewhere around there. So um obviously the world is cray cray we don't know what's going on is are we going to turn to the dark side who knows at this point uh but eventually the fellas called the strangers confront our sweet john murdoch on a rooftop that looks eerily like the matrix because they used it (laughs) in the matrix and uh we see here this let's see if i get my
0: what is to be done this man is dangerous Oh no
1: no! I'm sorry. That's the next thing that happens. So he fights these guys in front of a giant sign with like a lady that has like a movie thing. And so (laughs) we realize he has the ability to tune. He drops them through and uh, kills Mr. Quiet. And then uh, the little kid. I like the little kid's face when he drops one. He's like, "Yeah, that's really good." Like (laughs) I don't know why that makes me laugh really hard, but it does. Um, They start fighting, but eventually it. He uses the arm of the billboard to come down and it chops off the top of one of their heads where we get to see this scary alien thing, which is just a CGI jellyfish slash octopus that crawls out and goes,
3: (laughs) it's 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 a man o' war. It is. <laughs> the dumbest. It is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I was like, I would have rather watched Slither. Uh,
1: well, Slither's a great James Gunn movie. So yes. I, I, that's. I mean, yes. Who wouldn't want to watch Slither? I should have picked a
3: lot of better movies, is what I'm trying to say. I had a lot
1: more options. No, I'm glad because I'm glad I got to watch this. This is good. This is good. So look, um, they go down to the underworld where you get to see they live. Uh, the people known as the Strangers basically live in a society that. That's just learning what Apple Macintosh is like. That's the best way to describe it. It, There's a they're waiting for a lady with a sledgehammer to ruin their giant head (laughs) that they tune with. And uh, we get to hear a bunch of the uh, strangers talk here. Okay, here we go.
3: What is to be done? This man is dangerous. It is said he is able to cue. Impossible. We have seen it with our own eyes.
0: On occasion, the imprinting does not take They behave erratically when they awaken. We find them wandering like lost children. But this one was different, yes? What is the doctor to say about this? He has failed to report in. And Mr. Quick? No more, Mr. Quick. Mr. Quick, dead. Yes. No! How
1: did he get his name, Mr. Quick? He could always come in under 30 seconds. <laughs> it was Eric,
3: his tuning Eric, ability. Eric, Eric, these names. Yes. I think you were freaking this up. I wrote some of them down. We have Mr. Quick, Mr. Hand. Okay. um, They are all like sex related like are they mm. all just giant sperm that <laughs> morphed into people we have mr quick mr hand mr erotic um, book um, yeah it's <laughs> there's something just not right about these names
1: <laughs> yes uh mr columbine can, can what do you can say can i talk about
2: this part of the, of the of the movie Yeah, yeah yeah information information <laughs> who are you Are you number two? Who is number one? (laughs) You are number six. (laughs) I am not a number. I'm a free man!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can I play with madness? Um, So, so, The Prisoner shout-outs Jeremy Woodworth and the Iron Maiden slash The Prisoner reference. I do enjoy. Now... um, As this movie progresses, uh, we find out that the Doctor is the ability to make memories into a little syringe so he can change people's whole lives and that these fucking weird aliens, the Strangers, are trying to save their own uh, race of people by discovering what the human soul is. Um, The the whole point of the movie is because they're doing this test to figure out if they can grab something from humanity that can uh, save their Entire species,
3: um, but can I just? Mm. It is. It is International Women's History. Yes. Um. and can I just point out that really this movie is all just about does gaslighting work <laughs> <laughs> yes so John realizes
1: that he can tune and uh, they can't really explain it except that possibly he's an evolutionary step and that the humans he's like it took me a millennia to realize how to tune and he can just do it <laughs> and I was just like he said the same thing about Jimi Hendrix pal and the next thing you know he was lighting guitars on fire Um. Uh,
3: you guys <laughs> no I can't not make a post on our Instagram this week of someone shoving prongs into their dick holes right you know I can't not make a tuning reference right
1: oh gosh the funny part is yeah and then they have to have the guy from Phantasm come over and touch both of them at the same time to close the door
2: if you start the tuning with the little tuning forks that's when the midgets go in between the tuning forks (laughs) Just,
3: just throwing this out there Jeremy, I think we need a tuning song if you haven't written us one. I've been
2: tuning. Yeah. No, but we could play some Boston, maybe. Some Boston?
3: Oh. I know, but I'm saying I want you to write me a song. <laughs>
0: like a dream
1: And I stop it right there before we get the dark side Dark, t- tuning. Yeah. dark tuning, dark tuning, dark tuning.
3: Dark Sorry. No, but I'm telling you, I want tuning with my son. <laughs> yeah, tuning with my with son. My son. <laughs> we got fuck-shaped
1: penises. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
2: Maybe maybe I'll just change the lyrics to whatever my other other song and make that are same exact song. Just so. keep
3: writing songs for just me. Keep- if I have to ask for it, it's not special. <laughs> it's not the same.
1: Um,
2: I, I haven't made another song for another person. That is just um, um, he it, it gave me a uh, a song I was supposed to write. write. So oh, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, well I'm like Eric, but person. I won't mention this person, so
1: oh. I don't I'm really not even sure what he's talking about oh. at this point. <laughs> yeah. But the um so as the movie progresses, he could tune, he figures it out. The doctor is kind of helping him, but you're not really sure what side he's on. Uh, eventually, it does lead to uh, tension with his wife. He's just like, I'm not even sure if you're real because I don't remember anything. We got to get to Shell Beach because every town has a Shell Beach and Shell Beach doesn't even exist. So the new quest is, can I get to this place where these memories that I think are real, but they're probably fake? Let's go to Shell Beach because nobody can leave the city. So now, I
2: I haven't seen the other. Uh, are you are you queuing this? I'm sorry. No, you're queuing.
1: No, no, no. What, what do you got?
2: I I was I th- I didn't watch the other movie, but I'm assuming this is actually the same movie prequel or sequel to Flatliners, where they think in they're they're in a in a nightmare world where they just try to kill each other after masturbating or something. It's like the same movie, Flatliners.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's uh. <laughs> Yes, I I thought the exact same thing. Uh, it also has
2: to do with like uh, um, having problems with uh, EDs, like flatliners. So. Yes, uh,
1: ED, which stands for Eric's dick. And... Yeah, impotence, yeah. <laughs> that, that's
2: like the more politically correct so impotence. So
1: the... They, they try to get to this beach the William Hurt the inspector Frank Bum which is a very fun name uh, he <laughs> he he comes along for the ride and they're were like we're gonna go find this beach because I believe that uh, these fucking strangers are pretty creepy and crazy uh, they they the movie culminate and also Mr. Hand who is the other fella he gets a whole big old injection of all their of all of uh, 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 John Murdoch's thoughts so he can think like him and find where he's going um, but they realize that all these thoughts were fabricated anyway or to see if they could make him a serial killer and whether it is memories that do that make you a serial killer or is it the are you born that way that's these are things they're trying to figure out um, which immediately the memories turned Mr. Hand into a psychopathic fucking knife-wielding killer everywhere. Um, we don't know the purpose of any of this other than uh, the Hand is just trying to do stuff. Jeremy is now holding up a picture of, I think, the guy from M.A.S.H. right I now. Think
2: that's, I think that's Murdoch from 18.
1: Yeah, okay, Murdoch from 18. There we go. Okay, yeah. very, oh, nice. Yeah. very nice, very um, nice. Now, <laughs> the... <laughs> They finally get to the wall, I guess, where it all ends and they break through it only to see that outside is fucking space. And now we're basically on a Boston album cover of just what everybody who believes there is a flat earth thinks that we're doing. This is this is a flat earthers truth movie. I mean, this is somebody who's just like, "All we got to do break through that last wall and we'll see the fucking edge.
2: The the other other part of uh, tuning is that they have to put the uh, special helmet on the the flame of fire in in, uh, Asgard and they'll destroy the dark city. Yeah, that is With Ragnarok. So. It is oh.
1: Ragnarok, yes. <laughs> so they they find it, and they don't get sucked out into the vacuum of space. Uh, instead, there's a force field around there that uh, I guess only sucks a little bit out. It doesn't matter, because one of them gets sucked out into fucking space. But you'd see that there's like some kind of weird force field. It doesn't make sense. I just Eric, accept it.
3: Eric, say sucked
1: out again. Sucked <laughs> Who sucked out? The stranger! <laughs>
2: Sucked out, but into space (laughs) Mm,
3: Sucked out Tuning (laughs) Someone's damp (laughs) But uh,
1: instead uh, What happens is John Murdoch is able to He has to give himself up to save his wife Who's not even really his wife Uh, But when he gets chained up Downstairs, uh, the doctor gives him All the memories that just say That have him implanted into it He's like, hey, this is all bullshit hey, this is all bullshit. You're really powerful and it'd be really good if you, like, saved the whole day right now. And, like, that's what happens and you know what he does? He does exactly that. He just uses their giant mind machine and just changes the world to have a beach. And it It kills, it kills the aliens just by them creating a beach with sunshine. It destroys the aliens
3: and, uh, It feels like a 12-year-old (laughs)
1: person. That's, that's the end of the movie. The end of the movie is, he creates a beach and it ends with Jennifer Connolly looking out uh, on a beach um, on a pier which apparently this happens in two other movies in Jennifer Connolly's lexicon that end with her looking at uh, standing on a pier as uh, the movie fades to black Um, this is just what she does go ahead Jeremy
2: I just want to say this movie would have been much much better on Sega CD on the the Genesis
3: (laughs) I just gotta say guys if if when we die the last thing we're seeing is jennifer connelly on a beach i might not want to kill myself now
2: Uh (laughs) what what about she she changes from like uh jennifer connelly to elizabeth montgomery
3: I don't know. You know I really want? Jennifer Coolidge. I want them big old today. Uh, Do you know who
1: these space gays are? I have no idea. Uh, Uh,
3: I I want some memories real bad. Uh, (laughs) These these strangers look like they're made out of hot dogs. (laughs) Has anybody seen me in White
2: Lotus? (laughs) Hey, does anybody remember my lingerie? Lingerie. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh that brings us to an end of dark city uh, uh jeremy we'll go to you first what are your final thoughts on dark city
2: i like the the prequel to the the matrix and I actually made it a better movie for, except um uh neo you know pretending like he was actually in the uh matrix because it was all fake so
1: okay very nice uh no. ashley your final thoughts on dark city
3: Uh, I'm embarrassed that I picked this movie and I would have had more fun in a circuit city. (laughs)
2: Um, (laughs) Oh, can I, can can we still, still play out some more, some more Boston more than a feeling?
1: Uh, yeah. If you keep talking, I promise I will pull it up.
2: Um, All right. All right. um,
1: that, it, I it, love it, Boston,
3: uh, not just for their people, not just for the culture, not just for the racism. I love Boston for their. Music.
2: I love Boston as long as it doesn't have any Wahlberg in it. So no, oh, me
3: either. Yeah, I don't like him either. He's
2: a terrible yeah, actor. I'm, I'm sorry.
1: I can't wait till Boston finally tears down the uh Berlin Wahlberg. Like as soon as <laughs> that ends, or it's Damon be.
2: Damon Packard or Dame, so. yeah, you know Damon.
3: Yeah, but you know who my you know my favorite Wahlberg is? Donnie Wahlberg. Oh yeah.
2: I love I him. knew I do
1: So uh I will say uh Dark City, I like that they changed the name from its original one West Baltimore. It still was a really good movie overall. Um, I, I, if you'd like to watch it, it's like two dollars on Amazon. If you guys like go check it out, I'd say it's worth a watch. If you enjoy movies like The Matrix, if uh, things like that, you like the aesthetic of a movie. Not all of the CGI is total shit, and there's some decent parts in there, uh, and some decent performances. And you get to see the spaceship from Boston, um, filled with a 1950s city on top of it. So it's not just a feeling.
3: It's more than one. Ashley, where can people find you at? Um, so I will be um, performing in New York City on Wednesday at the Tiny Covered. Um, you can also catch me at McGooby's uh, Thursday, which is the twenty third. Thursday the
1: 23rd. Big dates for Ashley Pontius. Check that shit out. All things Eric Comedy. EricComedy.com. You get links to all my social media and stuff like that. We got a bussy show at a moose lodge at month's end. If you like bikers and the ability to um, open carry, come to our next show. It's going to be a fun time. Ashley's face says. Uh,
3: no, I don't know if it's an open event. I'm just I don't know
1: either. It's <laughs> I just bring your guns. We'll figure it out. Um Jeremy, take
0: us out of here. Who needs flat earth when you need math?